Welcome to another episode of Lyrically Provoked. I'm your host, James Phillip. I take small pieces of song lyrics, parts of pop culture, and little bits of literature and give you some different ideas and thoughts that maybe the original authors didn't intend. You can follow me on YouTube and Instagram at jamesphillip313 or download these anywhere podcasts are available. With that being said, let's jump on in. So I realize with everyone kind of working from home and being locked down that a lot of my listeners have went through all my content already because they got to be entertained. So I'm going to try to ramp up getting more episodes out. I realize it's like challenging times and I got to imagine we're going everywhere possible to try to consume content. So I will try to get some more episodes out. Um, Do me a favor, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We're going to be dropping more and more content out there first. And once I get up to a certain amount of subscribers, I can start doing some other cool things like going live on mobile and all that jazz. So the faster you can get my subscriber count up, the faster I can drop more content. So if you could do that, it would be much appreciated. But for today's episode, um, The weekend just dropped a new album, and I decided to grab one of the tracks off of there instead of doing my usual iTunes shuffle. Uh, you know, we'll get back to that. Sometimes I got to jump on some of the new music, and that's what the audience wants so i gotta i gotta give you what you want and today's gonna be a song called escape from la from the weekend so let's jump into some lyrics i mean verse one right off the bat we got some good stuff it goes you pillow talk to me about men who try to get in between us they buy you bags and jewelry yeah they think your kindness is so weak no you don't give it up so easy baby but you just wanted my attention you just wanted my affection I'm sure most of you listening to this at some point, if not just once, but multiple times, you're in a relationship with someone that keeps trying to tell you about these other people in their life just to um, maybe make you feel a little bit insecure or to make you a little bit jealous. And you realize like what they're trying to do is they're just trying to get you to react, to show that you care and... You know, I think some sometimes people just get off on that. It's like, look, man, like if you're with, you know, some person and there's all these other people trying to get at them, like we all know that, right? It goes both ways. No one needs to be told that, you know, XYZ guy keeps hitting me up in DMs or, you know, I keep, I keep getting flirted by this, you know, girl at work. And it's like, no one needs to hear that stuff. But for some reason people just keep doing it just to make the other person jealous. And I think a lot of times when you do it back to them, man, they don't like it so much. So it's like, why do we play these silly games? Why do you need to constantly be trying to make the other person feel jealous? Why do you keep having a drive on their insecurities? And I think it just ends up becoming a compound issue where one person is trying to make the other person jealous. So that person's sitting around like, all right, you want to go flirt with all those chicks? I'm going to go flirt with some dudes too. And then I'm going to see how you like it. And I, you know, this happens on social media all the time where, you know, it doesn't matter who you are in the relationship. You start dropping hints like, oh, you know, I keep getting these DMs. These people keep liking all my photos. In the same sense, like if you're with a guy, for example, and you're together, you're both 100% committed lockdown. And he keeps like posting, you know, photos of him half naked on his Instagram and he's not trying to be a model. In fact, he has no business purpose for doing this other than to get attention. You gotta sit back and say, 
do I even want to be with somebody like that? You know, why do they have to keep getting attention from everyone else? And A, they just want the attention. B, they know that it's making you feel, you know, insecure and more jealous. And, and they might get off on that and thrive on that. So if you're sitting around wondering why your relationship has so many ups and downs, this is a really good example of why there's never going to be any stability in your relationship. You can't keep doing stuff like that. You know, you can say, well, if both parties are really secure, that shouldn't be an issue. But you still have to go back and say, why does it need to be done? Why do you need to keep getting social media attention from other women, for example, to make yourself feel good if you're fully committed to somebody else? And you know you're kind of hurting that other person, but you keep doing that. And I just see so much drama on social media. And it's like, well, this is why you can't ever stay in a relationship. This is why... You're constantly breaking up and getting back together. It's like, why can't you just be together with somebody and tune everyone else the hell out? But it just ain't social media, right? It's friends of friends. When you're out at the bar, it's at work. It's, it comes from every direction. Somebody at school, somebody from high school, you know, came back around years later. And like, we're always, and I would say we're, people, some people, <laughs> will just keep doing that to keep dropping little subliminal hints that hey someone else likes me and you see those like instagram posts all the time that's you know you should treat her right because there's 10 other dudes waiting in line it's like look man if you got half a brain if you have two brain cells that rub together to make a little bit of static you already know that there's already 10 dudes waiting in line but here's something else there's 10 women waiting in line for your dude just as well it goes both ways and it's, you know, it's not just men that does this to women. Women do it to men too. It goes both ways. So you automatically know that there's already somebody waiting to take their shot if someone else screws up. It's So how about just eliminate all that drama? Quit putting that stuff in front of your partner's face and maybe your relationship will get just a little bit better. Instead of just focusing in on like high school drama and BS, maybe you can go figure out how to be happy together. You know, a couple other lines that pop up. When you say that you need space, I give you space. Girl, when you're ready, you know where I stay. Um, you know, I ran into those people in life that are, they use that I, I need space type of thing. And, you know, I was always someone that was extremely busy chasing my own passion, my own career and things. So it's not like I had a tremendous amount of time to put into a relationship anyways. And then you hear people say that. And it's like, look, you know, if, if someone's telling you they need space... You need to just move the hell on and, you know, well, I mean, I know all the intricate details of your relationship and maybe you'll find a way to make it work later on. I always go back to the thought that there's 8 billion people in this world. I'm not waiting around for anybody. So if someone is not sure that they want to be with you, man, go find somebody that wants to be with you. Go find someone that is all in, all about you, not this, I need space, you know, I had, you know, dudes that, you know, friends that pull that I need space. You know what that I need space is? I found some other chick that I want to go bang. That's what it comes down to. I've seen women do that too. It's they want a little bit of like free time to go do what they want to do without getting in trouble for cheating. So, man, it's just, just admit you're not ready for a relationship maybe. Or just say you're not into this person. He's not into you. She's not into you. And move the hell on and find somebody that... 
doesn't have wandering eyes all over the over, all over the goddamn place. Again, I think if you look at relationships in general, there's probably like 10 common things that destroy most relationships. And a lot of it just has to do with attention. People that just can't be with one person, but they keep trying to be in committed relationships and lock people down when, to be honest, they have no business even being in a relationship. You know, they should just date around and not be ex exclusive, but they go lock somebody down and then they pull, play all these games where it's like, well, I need space. And then three weeks later, it's, I miss you. Well, what, what the hell is it, man? Do you need space or do you miss me? Or do you just miss me because you went and got the other people that you wanted to be with, but you know, they just wanted to sleep with you. They, they didn't want to answer your, your text at, you know, 10 in the morning when you need to talk to somebody. Right. So now all of a sudden you're left out on your Island because you went and had your space with a, with a bunch of people that didn't care about you and they got what they wanted. So now they're done with you. And now you come back around going, okay, you know, I needed space, but now I miss you. Dude, you miss me because you're lonely now because you went and got played by a bunch of people or you went and played them. And then now you find yourself laying in bed by yourself. And yeah, you, you're going to miss a lot of people that were good to you, but you're not going to learn your lesson. This is just how you live your life. So my thought is when you get involved with these people that like need space, don't need space, I need space, I miss you, man, tell them to piss off and go find somebody else. You know, it's always that thought of, I'm never going to find anyone else like them again. You always think that until you find the next person and then you completely forget about that old person, right? So stop playing games with people that, you know, can't just be about you. You know, if, screw these wishy-washy people, man. We're going to spend a good part of their life just bouncing around, screwing up other people because they're not ready to settle down. So, man, if you ain't flying my flag and you ain't all about me, it's time for you to piss off. Another uh, couple lines that are pretty cool. I'm fighting for my soul, Constantine, and it's slowly burning. It was never cheap. If you've seen what I've seen, you wouldn't sleep. So, I talk a lot about, in all my podcasts, just the way I grew up, the things I went through, the things I've seen. And, you know, I, uh, it's crazy cause I'm, you know, listening to the news this morning and they had a bunch of like spring breakers that, you know, I think they're like generation Z now. The millennials are like growing up and, and moving on and, uh, they're, they got a bad rap for quite a while. And I think that you don't realize that the Gen Xers when they were younger did the same crap. You know, maybe not the same, but similar. All generations, when they're that young, just don't know any better because they haven't experienced much. I've known a hell of a lot of millennials over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. I watched them come out of college and now they're, you know, 30-something years old. And they're completely different people from the time they were 22 and when they're 30, 35. But that's everybody. And that's where I think a lot of times the millennials got a bad rap. Um, it wasn't about the generation. It was just who they were at that time being a young 20-something and... You know, even I'm a Gen Xer, you know, when I was in my early 20s, well, I think I was significantly more mature than the average 20 something. I was still that idiot that thought he knew everything. <laughs> so I always say, I try to tell people, like I'm trying to tell you not to make the same mistakes I made. But, you know, a lot of kids, especially those coming out of college, they think they have all the answers right now. And you realize how much you don't know. And when you look back, when you're like 32 and you look back on you being 22, you're going to say, wow, I was pretty stupid because even the smartest people in the world don't know anything. And 
been watching the news this morning and uh, they got these spring breakers down in Florida and you know they're young very young college kids and just you know saying that I, I only you only live once and the virus is a hoax and if I get sick I get sick and just all this attitude and I'm thinking we have no idea what a lot of people have seen out in the world like you're 21 years old and you have not really experienced anything in your life it's you're probably still living off your parents um, you have no idea what it's like to really struggle I'm sure some people do the people that were on TV it doesn't look like they're probably struggling that much um, where I came from anyways there was no money to go on spring break in Florida like that was just not an option for the people that were in the working class and uh, you realize how much these people don't know you see them saying a lot of ignorant things and it's like yeah you might go out and get the coronavirus and then you're gonna bring it back to your parents and then you know one of them might die and I realize that they're not even thinking about that they're so goddamn selfish um, and I'm guessing a lot of them just haven't went through a lot of adversity. They, ne they never had to struggle for food or clothes. It, I'm guessing they probably didn't work, have to work as a teenager. They've just been kind of taken care of their whole life. And when I see that line about if you seen what I seen, you wouldn't sleep. I can't sleep. It's like, you know, man, there's, I've had insomnia since I was like eight or nine years old. I'm going to say nine years old. Um, and I don't know why. I think a large part of it has to do with my mind doesn't ever shut off i'm always thinking about things i just i can't stop right but you know the whole thought of that line of if you seen what i seen you wouldn't be able to sleep and i'm just looking at these kids on tv thinking man if you had to you know go through what i went through you wouldn't be saying this crap right now and as someone that owns multiple companies like i had to survive two recessions you know 2001 was bad 2008 and 9 like i'm thinking a lot of people um, even the millennials that were coming out of college, but probably still had that safety net of their parents. And it's like, I never had a safety net, man. Um, there was no plan B. There was no running to my parents to get like rent money. Um, it just wasn't an option. I take care of my family. Like I, I, I pay for my father's living expenses. And it's like, I got people that count on me and I have nowhere to run to. So I think a lot of people, even in 2008, didn't fully grasp what the hell was going on other than it was tough to get a job coming out of college. And it's like, you know, I had to live through the 2001 recession and then, you know, we're experiencing all this stuff right now with businesses shutting down, the hospitality industry. I feel very sorry for those people that are getting crushed. The healthcare professionals that are on the front lines dealing with this stuff. I mean, even the FedEx drivers and the grocery store workers are out there putting their lives on risk, in danger every day and you can't even... They can't even get a goddamn mask because the world sold out of masks. Like, the world's an ugly place right now. And you're watching these, you know, 21-year-olds just act like there's nothing big going on. It's like, do you live outside your bubble right now? Do you realize what's going on in Italy? Do you have friends anywhere other than the 10-mile radius of where you grew up? Because if you did, you would understand what's going on in Europe. Not just the people, but what's going on with the doctors and nurses. If you've seen what happened in China, what's happening in other places around the world, it's like, how do you sit there and say this? It's like, because they haven't seen anything. They haven't been through anything. And it's like, man, to walk in someone else's shoes, I laugh sometimes. It's like, you probably wouldn't even survive half the things that I went through. You know, it's... And then I met people that had things two or three or four times worse than I did. And all I can do is sit back and say, man, you are one strong person 
to still be standing right now. Like I've seen people that literally have went through hell and back in life, whether it was terrible divorces, bankruptcies, losing their companies, losing everything, crazy illnesses, and they're still standing, man. And I just, there's some amazingly strong people out there. And then to look at these 21 year olds saying this stuff, it's just, and I think of that line that the weekend wrote of, if you seen what I seen, you couldn't you couldn't sleep and you wouldn't sleep. And I talk a lot about me being on my deathbed twice, at two different times. You know, in and out of the hospital for two different illnesses, a couple of years apart. And I've seen that crush people where they're not even the same anymore. You know, it, it took so much to bounce back from that and get back on my feet. And uh, I'm just thinking, how much you just don't know when you're 20 something. Like I got quite a few listeners that are in their 20s that listen to this so i bring it up a lot because i'm just trying to say man open your eyes a little bit and see what's going on around you pay attention to what other people are going through look at what's going on around the world and i think by the time you're 35 or 40 one day where i am and you've been through struggle in life and you had ups and downs in your careers or finances or relationships or health issues and see all this other crazy nasty things that go on in the world that changes you a little bit you know you're living in a bubble right now and there are people that are 30 40 years old that are still living in a bubble they just never had to they never had to experience bad things or they got lucky enough in life to just make it this far without having to deal with a lot of adversity but i do think it's just one of those moments in uh, life where we all need to step back and realize what we're witnessing right now and keep that in mind when when this all blows over we're going to experience more things we're going to watch other terrible things happen to people people do terrible things and you know once you get all that ingrained in your head you know it is hard to sleep at night uh, unless you can just fall asleep and not think think about those things at all which it's goddamn tough man i'll tell you so a whole set of lines here that are yeah, it's gonna spark some pretty good thoughts i think it goes because I got everything I wanted, got the money, got the cars, got the ceiling with the stars, got everything I wanted, but I'd be nothing without you, gave you everything you wanted, gave you power, gave you life, gave you space so you could shine, gave you everything you wanted, but no, none of that matters to you. So, I, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of crap since, you know, the last 20 years, particularly with relationships with friends and family. And there's, there's just some people, man, that no matter, you could be sitting there thinking like, I'm nothing without you, like he said in that line, where one person is just all about the other person, and you realize that the other person is only about themselves at the end of the day, and they're just extremely selfish, and just not really good people at the end of the day, and uh, you can, you know, those lines talking about giving them everything, and you know, I knew people that just bent over backwards. They were the best parents you could think of. Did everything they could in a relationship. I mean, they did everything right. And then it still wasn't enough for the other person. And at the end of the day, what you realize is, you know, that other person just woke up one day and they didn't love them anymore. Or they may have never loved them to begin with. A lot of people just, you know, I had friends that just, you know, they get locked down with someone because they're super hot. Oh, she's so hot, bro. And I'm like, well, why are you divorced four years later, idiot? So it's like, there's like no real connection there. Like you just married someone because of the physical attraction. And like, well, how long does that last, homie? 
It just doesn't. And, you know, you end up having kids with somebody that maybe you just wanted to screw around with and have sex with once in a while. And you end up having kids and then you end up getting married, but then you don't want to be with this person. The other person ends up trying really hard and you're not trying. And, man, it just ends in a blaze. But I've just seen those relationships where one person's giving everything. Like, what more could you ask for? They did everything possible and the other person just didn't care. Like, this other person could, like, print gold bars and like, do magical things and the other person still wouldn't stick around or they wouldn't be faithful or they wouldn't treat them right. It's, and I think you know this even early on in the relationships, but they, you still stick around with people and... Like I was saying earlier, if you feel like someone isn't 100% down with you, or they always got wandering eyes, or they're always talking about other people, or seeking attention from other people, then just cut it loose. It's, you know, tolerating that kind of crap is only going to, you know, lead to a lot of resentment later on, or you're going to waste 5, 10, 15 years of your life with someone that doesn't even really want to be with you. Then you're going to end up just either getting divorced or realize you just spent a decade with someone that's not going to be in your life anymore. And it, it's, it's hard to leave because we convince ourselves that, you know, oh, we love them so much. Well, maybe they don't love you back, man. So now you just look stupid. You wasted a bunch of time. And I can't stress this enough. Don't waste your youth, okay? I've seen these people just waste their 20s with someone that had no intentions of getting married or having kids with them. They stretched out even into their 30s. Dude, no one wants to be 42 and single. It's hell out there if you're 40 and single. Why would you want to do that? Quit screwing around with somebody that doesn't want to be with you. I don't... You know, I've seen people that spent their 20s and 30s hopping around with people that had no intentions of being with them. And then one day they woke up and it was, they were 45 years old. And they couldn't have kids anymore. And it was their entire dream to have kids. And it's like, well, now you're too old. You know, and as, you know, men can get away with that, right? They can go be 45 and go marry a 32-year-old. But for women, like, that's not the case. And you got, you let these dudes waste all your time. And then it really screws your life up. So don't waste your youth. I don't understand that. Like, there's probably no one that is really worth that at the end of the day. So all I can say is, unless this person's 100% down, just don't waste your time. Keep looking, because you're never going to get your 20s back. You're not going to get your 30s back. And before you know it, you're going to wake up, and you're going to be 40-something. And, you know, life's half over, and you spent it screwing around with people that didn't really care about you. Man, I tell you, it makes no sense. I mean, I know it's easier to talk about than to do, but, you know, if someone ain't loving you back the same way that you love them, then it's time to move on. But that's all I got for this episode. Uh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and share. Likewise, follow me on Instagram. You can download these on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're in over 120-something countries now, so it continues to blow up. We have made it onto a couple top five podcasts or 2020 lists, so appreciate all the feedback I've gotten and uh, the people that continue to share my podcast with their family and friends. I thank you very much. But until then, I'm going to catch you on the next one.